Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, friends. Welcome in. It's the PHNX Cardinals podcast, your premier Arizona Cardinal podcast. Like and subscribe. Leave us a five-star wherever you get your programming. It's showtime. Bo Brock, Johnny Venerable here talking Cardinal football with our friend Brad Spielberger from Pro Football Focus. We're going to talk about D-Hop. We're going to talk about DeAndre Hopkins. So much on the docket here on this Football Thursday, Bo Brock. Absolutely. Right on the eve of a football Friday, because I, I guess we, we we lack creativity as far as <laughs> labeling our days. Football, football Thursday, Thursday, football, football Friday. It's football discussion all the time, five days yep. a week. Uh, yeah, excited to talk to Brad, get his thoughts on a slew of Cardinals uh, topics, including one that he included in his most recent article at PFF.com. So we'll get into that. But also we're going to get into some conversation about Kyler Murray in a little bit. And um, yeah, we're not short on topics today in the dog days of uh, the slow NFL offseason. Yeah, uh, it's been a banner week. Mike Florio, AF after Florio. Uh, we rebuilt yesterday, re, not rebounded, uh, but, you know, anytime Florio's on, you feel like you have to catch your breath over the course of the next couple of days. And we also have a couple trade scenarios that we want to pose to all of you because suddenly there are a couple teams in the AFC South that could use a starting tackle or two. And the Cardinals, not sure if you know this or not, Bullbrock, have a surplus. They do. Yeah. I mean, they've got four starting caliber tackles on their team one i, I would say guy. is is really the only one that's uh untouchable and that's the six overall pick in paris johnson jr and then everybody else it's just like they're playing for jobs they're playing to extend their career playing for you know a free agent deal this offseason and josh jones so uh the arizona cardinals very well could especially when you take into consideration like the rebuild it's not done it, it's really just getting started so they're still in the accumulating assets portion of this. So we'll get more into that conversation. Who could be reaching out to Monty Austin for it? Uh, a familiar name, especially to him, uh, for in, in need of a tackle. You mentioned rebuild. That's a dirty word to some, but not our friend Brad Spielberger from Pro Football Focus. We had a chance to chat with Brad earlier today. Here it is. Show Brad Spielberger, of course, PFF underscore Brad. He's got a great article up on the website right now, pff.com. One trade free agent signing or extension for all 32 NFL teams before training camp, which is now under a month away. Excited about that. Brad, you are our brother's 
in arms as far as DeAndre Hopkins at least fetching some sort of return for the Arizona Cardinals. Are you shocked it's been over a calendar month with D-Hop unsigned? Sounds like it might not even be till around training camp at this point, too. But I would say I'm not surprised because there's the inflection point of if it doesn't happen right away, then it's probably going to take a while. Takes visits to two teams that aren't probably going to be competitive. Uh, I think you want some money and it's hard to get both of those things at the same time. Do you have a little bit more grace or I guess should fans based on the fact that Cardinals outright cut him, which reinforces, Brad, the notion that his market was not what we thought it was. I mean, we were sitting around in January, February talking about could they get a top 50 pick for him? And now he remains unsigned, even though he's got $21 million coming his way from Michael Bidwell and company. I mean, what do you make of this whole thing? And, sh- and should Monty Austin Ford be given a pass here? Yeah, I think to a degree, you look at the rest of the market. Look, Zadarius Smith goes for a fifth and a condi- conditional fifth. Also had to get a year chopped off his contract. Also had to get more guaranteed money. You look at Brandon Cooks, obviously a wide receiver trade. Going to Dallas from Houston. Had to chop off, I think, six or nine million dollars from his deal. And still sent the Cowboys, what, a fifth and a sixth, I think, for that trade as well. So, Dalvin Cook gets cut. You see a lot of these players. I, I think the NFL is at a point where there's been a lot of these trades for kind of aging veterans that still have big salaries remaining that have not gone particularly well. And I think that market has cooled off to a pretty extreme degree. Yeah, it's interesting when you look back and we're kind of like revisiting the offseason after going through it now that we have kind of a dead stage of the NFL offseason and looking back at Monty Austin for it. And I, I'm hard-pressed to think of a GM that had to make more obviously necessary but more unpopular moves to begin your tenure how do you evaluate it there's no question about it and obviously when you get a gm job you're likely coming into a tough scenario the guy just got fired for a reason but i think arizona was unique in that there are pieces there they were a playoff team two years ago obviously injury is a part of the reason you're in this position it's not just i mean it was a bad roster but but obviously you know an injured quarterback is also going to work against you there so frankly i think he's been flawless I, I think you'd be hard pressed to find a bigger national voice i don't know why i just call myself a national voice but uh you know that, that's you bigger are, you fan. Are. Uh, I'll take it. I'll take it. Uh, Self-proclaimed. That's a bigger fan of what Monty Austin Ford has done, really, because I think there also is a ton of pressure when you come in to try to look. Maybe you don't don't go all in or anything, but to try to win, get off on the right foot, curry favor with the fan base. And I think he really realized, look, this is not a good situation. Our fastest path back to contention is probably being bad in 2023. And I think you saw that with trading down a bunch of times. And I think you did see that with making some of these tough decisions on guys like D-Hop. Yeah, you had a great article. Check it out at gopff.com as it relates to Buda Baker, one of the first moves that needs to be done by this franchise before training camp. And I've been begging the drum, Brad. Like, he's been the best soldier, a great soldier, under four coaching staffs and now multiple general managers. At the very least, they have to kick him some more guaranteed dollars for this year. I get you don't want to sign him past the age of 30. It's not a premium position like it once was. He wasn't drafted by Austin Ford, but he's still elite, and he's the heartbeat of the locker room. Do you envision a deal getting done with Buda Baker to some capacity to just get him on the field during training camp? Because, I mean, Brad, he didn't participate at all this offseason. And this, I think, is tough, right? Because it is, you could argue, kind of counter to everything I just said. But that, that being said, I, I think you can't let guys like this be mistreated, right? Or, or just right. not 
propped up as the look if you come in here and perform like Buda Baker did on and off the field every day in the offseason and, and all that you're going to get rewarded you're going to get play time you're going to get an extension you know and so on and so forth and I think you just need to reinforce that character and that type of player and look also yeah he's 27 he's not like ancient but I know in today's NFL it's like third contract and all these things I do I think you need to maybe give him a pay raise we saw guys like last year Derrick Henry got a small pay raise you know, Travis Kelsey got a small pay raise. Even if it's just moving money forward, yeah. I like that move as well because it then also kind of leads sometimes to an extension. If you say, all right, we'll bump money up from 2024 into 2023, which obviously reduces your 2024 compensation. And then it kind of – you get a little bit more leverage as a player to say, well, obviously I'm not going to play for this, you know, reduced salary. So either cut me or let's sign a new long-term multi-year deal. I think at the very least you have to do that. Yeah, I mean, we see throughout the offseason Buddha take AZ out of his social media bios and all that and, you know, the reported trade requests. But then, you know, we see him on the sidelines in many camps. Sure, he's holding in, but he's palling it up with coaches and teammates alike. It doesn't seem like he's a disgruntled employee. What does compromise look like? How does Monty Osfort kind of hold steady and then also give Buddha Baker what he wants or makes him happy? Yeah, no, but and that's huge as well, right? Because he doesn't have to do that. You know, the, you know, he is doing that. I'm sure there's some fans that think, oh, just show up and play. You're making a lot of money. It's like, no, I mean, that's you have to get your bites at the apple when you can. This is a short business, especially when you're maybe the hardest hitting safety in the NFL uh, or one of them, and, and you put your body on the line pretty much every single on Sunday. Your side, you're, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're you're playing through, you know, injuries. It sounds like pretty much every year at this point, um, and, and still making plays. So. Yeah, I, I mean, I do. I, I could see the argument of we don't want to extend. It doesn't fit our window right now. We don't want to give this massive upfront cash flow from a signing bonus and and give guaranteed money out into 2025, hypothetically. I, I see that argument. I see that logic. I understand it. But I think, all right, fine. And then guarantee the entire 2023 salary, maybe even either guarantee a chunk of next year or convert some into a roster bonus. And why that matters is, if you're going to pay a guy March 10th in a, in a roster bonus, if you're not going to pay him that, you cut him. And then he gets to go to, unlike a DeAndre Hopkins, he can actually be a free agent the same time everyone else is a free agent. The cash budgets are flush. They're not washed out like they are right now. Like the, the, These little mechanisms matter because a guy is going to get paid more. It doesn't matter the player. If it's March versus June, he's going to make more money. So I think a showing of faith of some kind is borderline necessity here. And I think it would go a long way, and they'd feel good about it after the fact. But I guess you could say credit to Austin Fort. Maybe he's thinking, I am going to get there, but to set my precedent as a new GM, I'm not going to get pushed over. I'm not going to respond to social media, Twitter handle changes. I'm going to draw a hard line, be firm on it, and then still reward him at the end of the day. That could be the gamesmanship that's happening as well. Yeah, Brad, we hadn't talked to you since the Cardinals cut Diab and decided by doing so before June 1st to eat all the money this year. There, there's no money for DeAndre Hopkins on the book for this franchise in 2024 and a lot of people would say well they just want to have a clean slate in 2024 and i get that but there, there's also folks with conspiracy theories out there that are they setting themselves up for flexibility if they had to move off of one kyler murray and this this podcast this show is firmly in the camp kyler's going to play this year at some point whether it's mid to late october or maybe november and then you've got some folks that don't think he's going to play at all do you feel like from a financial standpoint by eating all of d hop's money in 2023 the Cardinals are at least giving themselves an option to pivot off a of K-1 if they were to be in the market for a certain USC quarterback. 
So I, I will say I thought that you were going to go with kind of the conspiracy of are they intentionally hamstringing themselves and saying, oh, we can't spend this year because we have this massive dead cap hit, which I think is probably true and I think is the smart way to go about it. But yeah, it also – here's the thing. If you do the June 1, you're still going to carry over excess cap space that's going to then eat into that you know, next year's dead cap hit anyway. So depending right. how you play it, it kind of can be the same thing. Uh, granted, if you don't spend on top of that, which I don't think they would have, but <laughs> – I mean, yeah, look, it, it's not a bad theory by any means. You want to give yourself maximum flexibility. And then when you talk about a new GM, a new head coach, look, you talk about getting your guy with relation to Buda Baker, getting your guy at quarterback and being able to start there, you get to kind of say, okay, this is now year one for us. This is now our guy. We can build things around him. You have to give us patience because now we're trying to start with a young player and so on and so forth. And that, that may sound like a GM looking out for themselves more than the, the organization, Again, I guess you could argue that, but that's the nature of the beast. These guys get one job for four or five years and then they never get it again. It's kind of the trend right now. So, you know, I guess so. I, I, I guess so. Because if, if, if they're picking in that spot, it's going to be a tough decision. It's certainly a conversation that you think that has to be had when you have when, – when if Caleb Williams is the status quo – you know, going through his next collegiate season, you have that conversation, right? Especially with the opportunity to shift from $50 million cap hit. If you're able to trade Kyler, it's $46 million in dead money. I mean, we're already looking at the Arizona Cardinals with just easy moves like no James Conner, no Zach Ertz off the, you know, if you release them, they're at $80 million with the $50 million, you know, tied to Kyler Murray. You got to have the conversation, right? You do. No, you do. Right. I mean, you have you brought in a lot of these pieces. You traded for a lot of players. Obviously, you move on from Rodney Hudson, but you go out, you trade for Zach Ertz. You do all these kind of temporary band-aids. And that's why those moves can come back to bite you, because the financial ramifications are going to last a couple of years beyond that. And it can kind of just distort your timeline or just make things more complicated going forward. So, yeah, I mean, the rookie wage scale at quarterback is the greatest surplus value, you know, in all of sports. It, it, it is phenomenal. And then, you know, beyond that, look, I, I do love Bryce Young, but like Caleb Williams is different, right? I mean, obviously mm -hmm. we'll see. I think we probably do this too often. And then maybe he has kind of a meh year and we kind of recalibrate. But I think he's in that stratosphere of like he could be a Trevor Lawrence level prospect, you know, coming out of college. And and then you have to have the conversation. You have to say, look, it's going to be tough. His first year, he might have a pretty bad roster around him. Um, but then we can really hit the ground running in year two and, and maybe build an actual contender in Arizona. My last question, Brad, is in relation to the cap and uh, the Cardinals and our fan base are kind of lauding the fact they're going to be set up with maybe $100 million to spend next offseason. But every time I've seen that come to fruition, it leads to teams overspending on marginal players. Like I look at our friends at CHGO, the Bears had $100 million and I think they gave out some questionable deals. They couldn't even spend it all. The Browns a couple of years ago did the same thing. I mean, I, I get not wanting to overspend on on veterans right now for the Cardinals in a year that could be difficult, but I just don't see the benefit, Brad, of having, you know, triple digit million dollars, hundred millions of dollars to spend when free agency sometimes is fool's gold. And you don't have a lot of players internally that you would want to extend. It's, it's another reason why I think it's ridiculous that you can't at least sacrifice some funds now for Buda Baker. I, I don't want to see this team go out and spend 70 plus million dollars in free agency next March. No, the, it's a great shot on the extensions, right? Like if you had Simmons and Zayvon Collins and recent early draft picks that you were like, okay, well, we have to allocate a good chunk to them. And then that way we don't have to overspend. Like you said, with the Bears, the right. one move I say that I would love from them, and this ties back into the draft approach you know, for, from Austin Fort this year is – 
if a DJ Moore comes available for a trade, and yeah, right. you traded for Marquise Brown, maybe he's a guy that gets money. Obviously, he's kind of tied to Collar in a way, which I guess complicates it even further. But right. but I think that is still a market where look, I don't know about the you know two first round picks for a for a non quarterback and and getting into those weeds, it can get a little dicey there. But but picking your spots and adding some proven commodity veterans. You know, guys that are, are you, I mean, A.J. Brown obviously coming available is a phenomenal thing. But, like, there seems to be guys each year where, look, they're 26, 27. You know they're going to be a good football player for three, four more years. In theory, you bring them in for a rookie quarterback. That's obviously as good as it gets. Like, I think that's how you more efficiently maybe spend that money. Then, yeah, look, if a guy's a free agent, it's inherently a red flag in itself that, that he is a free agent. One trade, free agent signing, or extension for all 32 NFL teams before 2023 training camp from National NFL Voice, Brad Spielberger. You got to check it out, pff.com. One question, did you consider any other moves for the Cardinals before now in training camp outside of Buda Baker? The thing there was I didn't want to add talent to the roster. <laughs> and I also, like you said, there's not really a whole lot of other guys that need a bunch of money. So, look, obviously you could say I'll oh, add a defensive line, maybe get, maybe get a veteran presence on the D-line was one thing I considered. Frankly, just a guy to come in and coach some young players up, guys that I think have potential. We just haven't seen much of it yet. That was the other consideration. I don't think it would have moved the win-loss column all that much. But, you know, just it's always good to have, you know, high-character vets, maybe guys that Gannon has a connection to. Uh, but, but ultimately, I think Baker is probably the most pressing issue right now. Check him out at PFF underscore Brad on Twitter. Brad Spielberger, friend of the program. Thanks so much for stopping by, Brad. Thanks for having me. Great stuff from Brad. Great stuff from our friends at BetMGM. Now's the time. To swing for the fences. Super easy to get started, Mr. Bro Brock. Just in three simple steps. Log into the BetMGM Sportsbook app on your iOS or Android smart device. Play with the BetMGM MLB free-to-play game. Uh, it runs through the entirety of the summer, all the way up, almost until NFL weekend on September 7th. Uh, be a batter and pick an area of the strike zone. Depending on that area of the strike zone, you're going to get a single, double, triple, home run, or you get a pop-out, and you're going to receive the prize associated with that type of hit. Super fun. I'm enjoying it. Of course, I'm enjoying it. BetMGM, the official sports book of PHNX Cardinals. We're going to be hanging out with BetMGM the entirety of football season. BetMGM Sportsbook, the great lawn at State Farm Stadium every single football Sunday. Myself, Bob Brock, the entire crew hanging out. Pre-post game shows, halftime shows. Can't get anywhere but PHNX Cardinals with our friends at BetMGM. And if you haven't signed up yet with BetMGM, what are you waiting for? Use that bonus code PHNX. Now, there's a few different offers depending on where you live, but for our friends in Arizona in particular, place your first bet offer and receive up to $1,000 in bonus bets. If they, if, and if it loses, you, you, you make sure you get some of that, that coin back with BetMGM. Use that bonus code PHNX. Check out the show notes for full details, and now listen to our guy Shane Diefenbach talk about it in the disclaimer. Disclaimer 21 plus to wager. Visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions. U.S. promotional offers not available in Washington, D.C., Mississippi, Nevada, New York, and Ontario. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Colorado, D.C., Illinois, Indiana, Louisiana, Maryland, Mississippi, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369, New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP-ARIZONA, 1-800-522-4700, Kansas, Nevada, 1-800-327-5050, Massachusetts, 1-800-BETS-OFF-IOWA, 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help, Michigan. The odds are up, uh, BetMGM app for the hot dog eating championship that always oh. goes down on July 4th. So, Joey Chestnut, just an unbelievable favorite. I don't know if what is it right value. now, you know, it's minus 5,000. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, you can, I don't know if that's a good way to make money. I mean, you have to that put seems down. that seems like 
imagine putting like 10 grand on that right to win a minuscule amount and then like him like getting food poisoning midway through or barfing and you would just it'd be so depressing no. i i i do not feel comfortable with that at all chestnut is inevitable i mean as far as him getting to the end and being the the universe's top hot dog eating competitor he's I guess. in the champion yeah look and the best way to wash down all those hot dogs four peaks it should just be you know what they have next to them i think they use those cups that you're drinking from right there johnny those those plastic red cups that you have that this you can is find. from a 1986 pizza hut i think <laughs> that's right the this old is from the standalone buffet. building where you could go into the pizza hut restaurant and play gorgeous uh, space invaders right there sit down and play some video games and eat some some za but also yeah. a great place to go eat some za is four peaks eight street in tempe the og location for the last 25 years they've been killing as far as the beer that they brew they've taken that to the next level the next level after that and then the final boss level and they defeated the final boss and they are the premier brewery here in the state of arizona in the united states one of the top ones no doubt about it of course they've got their flagship they got kilt lifter how about just over my shoulder we got some sun brew right there yeah that's delicious as well anything that they brew up i got the redberg lager just over my head i mean we have delicious. four peaks all over the place we are so pumped yep. to be partnered with four peaks the official beer of phnx sports and phnx cardinals check out what they're doing on the regular on your socials follow them at four peaks pub on ig and at four peaks brew we love four peaks so do you if you haven't tried it yet doing yourself a disservice check them out got to be 21 years or older to enjoy the fresh nectar of the gods that is four peaks beer and you have to do it responsibly so many yeah so many great deals with betmgm four peaks uh, i love making deals does Monty Austin Ford love making deals? That, that remains to be seen. Although on draft weekend, he did make a slew of trades. Hasn't traded a player yet, though. Uh, could that time be coming to an end? Uh, could we be reading the tea leaves here? A surplus, Bo. Explain to me what a surplus is like I'm like I'm five years old. Because that's what's happening with the Arizona Cardinals and their tackle situation. Cardinals go four deep at tackle. DJ Humphreys, Paris Johnson Jr., the presumed starters, Kelvin Beecham, Josh Jones, the backups. Well, two teams in the AFC South, Bullbrock, suffered hits to their starting tackles. Let's start first this tweet about the Tennessee Titans offensive tackle. Um, they were in a position to have their starters, and now they don't have them anymore. Let's see if we have – do we have the tweet about the tackles? We do. Uh, we do. We'll get to it in, in just a bit. Okay. The uh, when we were talking about the tweet with the tackles, the Indianapolis Colts lost a couple of their players uh, re recently because of uh, gambling at the facility, placing bets. Um, and they are down, and then also the Jacksonville Jaguars are down their starting tackle, uh, due to a PED violation, I believe. Is it was yeah. a six game bang for Cam Robinson, but Cam, yeah, we're, Cam Robinson four game. Yeah, he's he's out uh, for four games, and and they're a team that wants to try to repeat AFC South champions, get to the divisional round. And the tweet that I'm referring to here it is from Arian Company on Twitter. The NFL in that same division, uh, Monty Austin Ford's former team announced today Isaiah Rogers and Rashad Berry. Uh, are going to be uh, suspended indefinitely for betting on the 2022 season, but kind of buried in here. How about Nicholas Petit Ferrari uh, is suspended six games for betting on non-NFL games. So again, one of the starting tackles for Austin Ford's former team 
uh, in uh, Tennessee is out for six games. That's not a sneeze. I mean, we, we were out DeAndre Hopkins for what? Six games last year, mm -hmm. difficult time. And that's one of their better offensive linemen. So it was a starter for them. So my question for you and everybody in the chat is, is now the time to pick up the phone, call Tennessee and say, we've got a couple starters here, but we feel like are starting caliber players and Kelvin Beecham and Josh Jones that could come in and supplement Tennessee's offensive line. And if, if you're buying what I'm selling, Bo, if I pose that question to you, which one do you think makes more sense to trade based on where the Cardinals are and where they're going? I mean, obviously, you'd say Beach, right? Calvin Beachum, you love what the guy does off the field, uh, the philanthropic endeavors, and, and the stuff yeah. he's leading the charge on. It's fantastic. And also the stuff that, I mean, while the Cardinals, there was a lot, not a whole lot going well in the, at all last season. He was a guy that started each and every of the 17 games, and he was a – he was a mentor to the offensive line group that was kind of thrown to the flames uh, very early on, like a Lasita Smith uh, that needed his kind of mentorship. Uh, but at the same token, you know, I, th I think if, if you can get a guy or if, if Tennessee is going to look for a guy with starting experience, let's start there. Right. And, and then make Josh Jones your primary swing. Uh, and he could start it at left tackle. I mean, if, if DJ Humphreys goes down and of course, right tackle, uh, if Paris Johnson is struggling or or he suffers an injury. But I think you have, as you mentioned, I think it's it's a surplus and it's a position that where you could, you know, as much as you want to hold on to those guys because you want to maybe not get in a position that you were in last year, but you could part ways with one of them, no doubt about it, and, yeah. and continue to have depth and, and the depth necessary to keep that unit strong. Uh, Jalen Blair in the chat, Tennessee probably just moves the first-round pick to tackle, well, six games. Baby T-Rex arms, yeah. Peter Skaronsky out of Northwestern. Yeah. Uh, that's Yeah, there it is. There's, we have, being joined by Peter Skaronsky now on the screen. Um, shirt's listen, too tight. I couldn't even get my arms in the second sleeve. Uh, I think you, if this is Peter Skaronsky, four-year vet, that could he yeah. pop over and, and hold the fourth down? Sure. For, first six games of his NFL career. I mean, like we were talking to scouts in Indianapolis. Uh, while we were there at the combine and, and there shortly after there are a lot of people in the NFL that think not only can he not play tackle, like it could derail his career. Now, I don't know if I'm going to go that far, but a lot of people were like, just, you have to play him a guard. He'll be a great player at guard. I know he played tackle at Northwestern. It's not about collegially what you did and didn't do all that. It's about what you project to be. If it was what you did collegiately, Isaiah Simmons would be an all pro because he was won the Buckus award at the collegiate level. That just, mm -hmm. you're projecting. And so, I, in my opinion, I, I would just I I would keep him at tackle. Maybe that's what they will do, Jalen. But I I'm going to disagree. I I think Beecham with the two year contract, uh, they want him around. I think for developmental purposes for for Paris Johnson Jr. to be able to help be a a coach on the sideline, additionally to their offensive line coach to Paris Johnson Jr. I like that, especially now. Like it's clear Paris is starting, barring something unforeseen. Josh Jones is a free agent to be. Let's say DJ Humphreys gets his act together this year, plays like 16 out of 17 games, sets himself up for a nice payday next year if the Cardinals cut him or the Cardinals keep him in-house. There's no guaranteed money associated with his contract. What do you do with what do you do with Josh Jones? If you could get a a nice day three pick for Josh Jones, I would entertain it. Now it wouldn't be my preference. If you're trading away Kelvin Beecham, you're getting a throwaway pick. I, I think it makes more sense to keep Kelvin Beecham in that scenario unless he's a threat to replace Paris, then I would hate it. But if, if somebody's offering you a seventh for Kelvin Beecham, I'm not doing that. Somebody calls you and says, 
We'll give you maybe two fives for Paris Johnson, or excuse me, for Josh Jones. Uh, that might perk up my ears a little bit because mm. it's like, well, this guy doesn't project to be a starter for us. How about last year, Cody Ford, who I would argue a very comparable player, you know, to 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 J Josh Johnson, in the fact that you know, up and down in their career, Cody was a higher higher draft, but Cardinals got him for a fifth round pick. That's where I would start. Um, and I, I would be surprised if the conversation hadn't happened yet with within Austin Ford and Ron Carthon, their new general manager. Yeah. I know that he, I know he comes from San Francisco, so he's probably seen a good amount of Beecham and, and Josh Jones. But just all the scouts and the the administrators there from Tennessee, they know Austin Ford. So Cardinals have minimal depth everywhere, but one position is the position a couple teams need right now. Yeah, it's 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 a good problem to have that they don't have a lot of those just yet until maybe the 2024 offseason. But, I mean, you're still in the accumulating assets portion of this rebuild. And if yeah. you've got this organization that's really kind of staring down, like, what moves they can make between now and the start of the season, and if you figure that you've got your two starting tackles locked in and a really solid swing guy – Here's why I would probably prefer I would prefer to have Jones is just because he's a young, talented player. Sure, and I course. roll the dice on on trying to work out something before he hits free agency next year. If you like him, right? Yeah. Uh, if if you don't, then yeah, it becomes an easy decision. And and Beach has all the qualities that you, that you outlined. I I'm not gonna buy. I'm not gonna kind of go too much in on on him being the mentor. And and leading Paris Johnson Jr. because sure. I, I don't think he needs that much. I think he's 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 already got a good head on his shoulders. And as far as you know, what's going to happen and and how he's going to mature as a player is going to be through reps and and getting out there and playing. And he's not necessarily going to get it, you know, standing maybe who knows where their lockers are going to be in the Cardinals locker room on a on a daily basis. But I just I don't think that that's going to play that big a role i'd much rather have the more talented younger player than you know the wily vet that's got some mentorship qualities yeah i'm with you i just does josh jones figure into the equation for 2024 like if i got an unequivocal no he's not going to be around next year i mean i guess you could make the argument bo like would would your comp pick for josh jones be better than your trade acquisition and that's something i would tell tennessee it's like we feel like this kid, even as a backup, is going to go out and get maybe substarter money very much in the weeds. Like we could get a fourth or a fifth co compensatory yeah. pick. Like you got, you got to make it worth our while. Let's start there. That's, right. Right. And that's why offensive tackles are so valuable. Um, and so, you know, I'm, I'm with you. you. You would have to make it worth it for the Cardinals. And contrary to what everybody says, the notion of this team tanking, the one position group that they've continually add to, it's the offensive line. And so uh, to be able to, to then strip away somebody who has an opportunity to play, uh, we know the war of attrition when it comes to DJ Humphreys, it, it, it would have to be worth your while. So I just, between that and the situation, of course, we alluded to with uh, Cam Robinson, who's a really good player uh, for Jacksonville. I don't know, man. It just, it feels like Arizona, whether it's now, whether it's the trade deadline midseason, they're going to be in a position if they're not contending themselves to, to go out and, and steal a couple draft picks. It, I just, the draft picks that they have next year, and we've outlined it many, many times, they're going to add to it significantly. I, you know, yeah. if I, um, I think we had a graphic once upon a time, it's been, a, it's been a hot minute here, but 
the amount of picks in the early rounds, I think, is going to increase. I think they're going to be in a position compensatory, obviously, from last year. Where this team is at the deadline, could you get something for a Zach Ertz or a James Conner or somebody like that? What's going to happen with the former first-rounders and Simmons and Zayvon Collins? How are they going to get acclimated? Do you move off of somebody as a surprise trade move or in training camp? I mean, it's 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 going to be fascinating because it just they have nothing to lose with Kimes' prior players. They, they weren't married to them. They aren't married to them. They didn't draft them. That's why I just I love the sense of urgency to get these younger players from this draft class on the field because that was lacking with the prior regime. And I mentioned it yesterday. We talked about this. If you missed the conversation, I, I think the heat is on the, the Kime draft picks, the Kime players of the last you know four to six years. I Sure, there's pressure on rookies every year to compete and perform. These guys are only going to know one way. It's what they did at the collegiate level and now imprinted by Austin Ford and Gannon. That's not Cupcake Country Club training camp that we saw last year. So I would say the intensity is is an uptick for these for these time uh, t- tenured players. Yeah. And if you're not producing, you could be cut or traded at the drop of a hat. I mean, Austin Ford ate twenty one million dollars because D Hop didn't fit what they wanted to do this year. That that is every team could use DeAndre Hopkins, the player, and the yeah. Cardinals in the middle of a rebuild said, "Go away for twenty one million dollars." I, I just think that they're they're going to add more picks. You bet your ass they are. Don't you think that they could say, hey, keep us in mind? Hey, Ryan Carthon of the Tennessee Titans. Hey, yeah. you know, Trent Balky in Jacksonville. Keep us in mind. We'll make our, you know, everybody, all, all three respective teams, will make their way through training camp in the preseason. And let's reconvene. And if you guys are still looking for a, a starting caliber tackle, make us your first call uh, yeah. before the start of the season. I mean, it, it's not something that, you, you really are going to struggle getting a guy up to speed at the tackle position, you know, from offense to offense. Uh, but, you know, it, it gives the Cardinals the benefit of f- figuring out, like, who's going to be a part of this rotation and who's realistically going to to get the start, starting nods, and then who's going to be very expendable by the start of the season from four starting caliber tackle types. Yeah, it's it's a premium position for a reason. And you can see now the vision where they added Kelvin Beecham in March and everybody perked up and were like, are you going to start Kelvin Beecham? But then they, but then they discussed in April, they worked out every top tackle. They had a ton of tackles within their top 30 visits. And then they and ended up taking Paris Johnson Jr. Who was their top choice at three. They get him at six. It's just, it's the way they do business. Now they put so much time and effort and care in premium positions. Um, just like circle K does with all my, premium favorite items like iced coffee, 12 packs of beer, monster, Red Bull, energy drink, what have you. Circle K takes care of me just like Monty Austin Ford takes care of his offensive line. We're so excited to be partnered with our friends at Circle K. Check out your local Circle K. Again, premium gas, not a premium price, friends. I'm here in the East Valley now. I've already found my go-to Circle K. It's an upgrade and then some. Again, you can stack discounts with your gas discount guard. Save 40 cents per gallon um, with the right kind of discount with Circle K because they've got the right stuff. Make sure you're not missing out on all the great discounts. Right now, text PHNX to 31310 to join the SMS Subscriber Club. What's that going to get you? It's going to get you a buy one, get one free 32-ounce Polar Pop. Again, SMS Subscriber Club. Text PHNX on your smart device, cell phone to 31310, and you can get a buy one, get one free 32-ounce Polar Pop. Not 60, not 24, but 32 ounces. That's a lot. That's a lot of pop for your polar. Head to circlek.com slash store dash locator 
to find the nearest Circle K to you. And the summer season is upon us. And what speaks more to summer than nice, ice-cold, delicious pink lemonade? And OG's is tapping into that nostalgia when every time summer hits, you're thinking, I, I want to, I want to ice cold pink lemonade sit, you know, outside with check it out in gummy form. That's what they just released on the 21st. You can find it in your local dispensaries. Uh, it's exactly what the, what we want in the Valley as uh, we deal with the summer temperatures. Of course, it's limited edition. So get it while you can a fresh tangy lemon hint of red berry and plenty of sugar. It's absolutely delicious. And it obviously, also does everything you want your gummy to do for you. You got so many other great flavors as well. How about the creams? You got the fruits. You can figure out which ones are your favorites by getting the mix bag. Check out all their entire list of products on their website, ogsbrands.com. That's ogsbrands.com. Check them out on your socials as well. Get in on their sleep edition gummies as well. If you're trying to, if you're struggling to get to sleep and stay asleep, they got the Aquaberry flavored sleep edition gummy. It'll help you get to sleep, stay asleep. Don't miss out when it comes flavor, effect, OGs, Arizona's Cannabis Kitchen. They're getting it right. They've continued to get it right. you got to be 21 years or older to purchase. Enjoy it. You know, I need, I need an OGs and a Four Peaks and um, several goodies because I saw a pro football network ranking of quarterbacks this morning that that made me want to hide in my closet. Um, so this is from P, uh, pro, pro Football network pro football yeah. network not pro football talk not pro football focus pro football network this is their quarterback power rankings for our audio only listeners if you're if you're struggling to find kyler murray on this list you're you're not alone kyler murray 16th via pro football network behind guys like jimmy garoppolo at 15th Derek carr at 14th who was cut by his own team daniel jones Daniel Jones is ahead of Kyler Murray and then Kirk Cousins, Aaron Rodgers, and Geno Smith round out just outside the top 10. I, I don't even know where we start with this goal yeah. other than it take take it with a grain of salt given the network. I mean, Dak throwing crucial picks in their uh playoff loss. Can we can we keep that up a little bit? I, I just want to see this. And uh Dak is sixth, which is crazy. He's, he's ahead of an MVP winner in Lamar Jackson. Uh, you've got two and Geno Smith ahead of Aaron Rodgers. Uh, Daniel Jones, as you mentioned, 13th. I mean, what are we doing here? And then Kyler, Kyler Murray all the way down here at 16th. Uh, you know, I think coming off an injury, it's not too unfair, but to see guys like Daniel Jones ahead of him, that's uh, that's criminal. Derek Carr, too, that's criminal as well. Guy that uh, just did not play ball well. Last year, it was cast off, and the Raiders are paying big-time money for him to go away. Um, and, you know, this is this is a rough list. This is one of the rougher ones. It's one of the I've worst things seen. I've ever seen. Yeah, Matthew Stafford, you know, for all the 27th, Russell Wilson, 28th. <laughs> I, I, think, I think they just kind of, after Patrick Mahomes and company, threw just a bunch of names up there and just started let their, you know, three-year-olds start playing around with the rankings and then just left it as is when they posted it on their website. But I mean, Kyler Murray's 16th overall, Daniel Jones on his best day is not equal to Kyler Murray on his worst day. I'm sorry. I, I will go to my grave thinking that there is no reality in which Daniel Jones is a better football player and quarterback to Kyler Murray. Daniel Jones last year, had the coach of the year in the NFC least, in the NFC East. And he had, yeah, his skilled players weren't great. They didn't ask him to do anything. 
what did he throw? 16 touchdowns last year. Kyler Murray in an off year almost almost completed 16 touchdowns, and he missed what a third of the season just about. Mm-hmm. He was injured. He got hurt towards ACL and missed the final stretch of the season. The Daniel Jones love affair and the fact they gave him what 40 million dollars. It's gonna be I, I love Dable, and I think Dable will consistently get the most out of him. So Danny Dimes will not go back to having just ridiculous turnover fraud years. Mm-hmm. But Kyler Murray at his best can walk in and, and win games by himself four or five touchdowns a couple of them running i mean elite elite production he was on pace two years ago to have 50 total touchdowns passing and rushing combined two years ago that season with the hail murray he had over 40 touchdowns combined daniel jones had what 16 passing touchdowns last year and i get his i i know how the limitations to his receiving core but man it's just if i'm k1 we talked about this with brad I know that people want him to sit out and they want to slow play this. But if I'm Kyler Murray, man, you got your money. You got your guaranteed dollars coming your way. When you feel like K1 again and the doctors give you the thumbs up, I would be ready to get out on that field and two middle finger birds at everybody that said, you're done, you're toast, you're overrated, video games, guns a-blazing and lighting teams up. I, I just don't buy this notion. Well, he's just going to sit out the whole year. BS, yeah. especially with stuff like this. I, I really think that Daniel Jones was the benefactor, just as Baker Mayfield was at one point by his head coach, his offensive play caller, reining yeah. him in and let making him do less. And that just that addition by subtraction of them right. forcing throws, making bad throws, and, and, and turning the football over benefited their offense that just that I mean he's not a guy that's going to go out there and win you games by making plays he's going to win you games by taking care of the football and and handing the ball off to their number one playmaker in Barkley in the backfield and 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 the the playmaker play callers you scheming up the right schemes it's not Daniel Jones to where Kyler Murray is 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 going could you know once he comes back carry a team like we once saw him do for the first three seasons of his career. So it's, it's absurd. I, I mean, obviously he plays in a big media market and that, that plays into it, but there, and there's just no, no multiverse that I believe that Daniel Jones is a better quarterback than, than Kyler Murray. I just don't. Yeah. I misspoke. He threw 15 touchdown passes last year in 16 games. I, Daniel he Jones. Is, he is the equivalent of, yeah, 15 touchdowns last year. Uh, and that he was got good in like 1996. Like those are good numbers. In and, and, he, and that's that's the kind of quarterback he is. He's a throwback, yeah. like Jeff Garcia. He's not Jeff Garcia, but that kind of quarterback, milk toast, just average, can be a starter, and on certain Sundays, not embarrass you. But that that ranking, can we see it one more time, producer Emma? That that ranking is is embarrassing. The Garoppolo thing too. Like Jimmy Garoppolo was cut by the Niners then re-signed, then got injured again, and then this offseason just went and signed with the Raiders, is hurt already. I think this list is holding it against Kyle Murray that he's hurt. Jimmy Garoppolo hasn't been healthy in like half a decade. Jimmy Jimmy Garoppolo, and I, I hate the Niners, was carried by Kyle Shanahan, the Niner defense. Go go back to that postseason where they beat the uh, Packers in the NFC Championship game. He threw the ball like eight times. The one thing I will die on this hill Kyler Murray, since the moment he walked into the Tempe facility and the Glendale Stadium at State Farm Stadium, has been asked to carry the Arizona Cardinals. There yeah. has never been a point under Cliff Kingsbury and this franchise 
where it wasn't, hey, K1, can you can you save us today? Can yeah. you make a ton of plays? I mean, they maybe a couple instances in the 2021 season where they had some blowouts, like Kyler got to just play a role on certain Sundays, maybe at Cleveland. But man, most of the time it's, hey, Kyler, can you run around? Our coach can't keep up. We get out-schemed at halftime. Our defense is terrible. Can you make plays for us? Like, that's never been what teams ask of Jimmy Garoppolo and Daniel Jones. They're not even the same stratosphere. And that, regardless of what happens with K1 this year, whether he plays, whether he doesn't play, although he's going to play, whether the team is terrible and, the, and they draft Caleb Williams as a result, you I will never argue the fact that when he came into this building, they, they got down on their knees and said, save us, save us, save our jobs, make us viable, make us relevant, put us on national TV, you're the best quarterback to come out of the state of high, best high school player to come out of the state of Texas. You're a Heisman winner out of Oklahoma. We want to rub off on you and we want your greatness to rub off on us. That yeah. is that for a two thirds of the NFL. That is, that is not the case. Infrastructures are in place, pro bowlers, offensive linemen, savvy play calling head coaches, easy divisions, the AFC South for Trevor yeah. Lawrence, not Trevor a lot. Kyler Murray was thrust into the NFC West, a gauntlet with potentially three Hall of Fame head coaches, not his own. Yeah. And 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 subpar offensive line play. I mean, it just it's 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 disappointing because if this is the last year for Kyler Murray, and I hope it's not, yeah. that's will get forgotten. That stuff won't be highlighted. This is the most chaotic quarterback rankings list I've I think I've ever seen. I mean, it's it makes absolutely no sense at all. Like Jared Goff. Had a phenomenal season under Brian Johnson. That Lions offense was so good, right? Yeah. And we all knocked Goff and, and everybody wrote him off. But the fact that they got him 19th, he's behind Tannehill, Justin Fields, you know, Garoppolo, Carr, Daniel Jones. That makes zero sense. You've got Anthony Richardson ahead of CJ Stroud, who got picked ahead of him in the draft. You look at their statistics, they're not even close between Florida and Ohio State. You've got I mean, this is Deshaun Watson is behind Mac Jones, Kenny Pickett, Brock Purdy, Jordan Love, Jacoby Brissett, Desmond Ritter. Like, I know, I know Deshaun Watson was rusty, but he's not worse than those quarterbacks. No, Desmond Ritter. Desmond Ritter is the is probably the worst starting quarterback in the NFL that's not a rookie. The most we don't know anything about Jordan Love. I mean, what we've seen isn't that impressive. Mac Jones is almost written off in Foxborough. Kenny Pickett did. I don't think he threw multiple touchdowns no. yet in his career. It's got my Toby Brissett got beat out by Deshaun Watson, and he's six spots ahead of him. Just crumple this list up and throw it in the toilet. Yeah, yeah, and don't flush, it, flush it because you probably fish it out because it'll clog up your toilet. And and again, that's give you any more trouble. They got they got real people working at Pro Football Network. I mean, that's uh, Tony yeah. Pauline. Pro Football Network. Come on. Come on, Tony. Get with your rankings, people. I saw that today, and I'm like, is that from JoeBlowNosFootball.com or whatever? No. It's <laughs> a great Pro site. Pro Football Network. Yeah, right. I love it. Uh, you know what else I love? Our friends at Foco. Foco. The return of the J.J. Watt bobblehead behind me is coming via Foco because uh, they've got some of the best stuff. Leading manufacturer, guys, if you're not familiar, sports and entertainment, merchandise, product line that includes apparel, accessories, toys, collectibles. Love my toys and collectibles novelty items and more it's the best officially licensed gear for all sports and fandoms and right now baseball season's in full swing they got everything you need for the summertime heat here in the desert aloha shirts straw hats polos bag sets whatever you need they've got it ready for you foco 
anytime you see like cool decor at somebody's crib or on some set on a broadcast, it probably came from Foco. It's not, you know, generic, you know, brick and mortar stuff that you get and everybody else, it falls apart. No, Foco has, has done it right. And they've also donated a few pieces for our set in the studio. Show them some love and save money while you do it because they've always had Arizona sports in mind. They've got your back as well. Get the gear and more by visiting foco.com. That's www.foco.com. Use that promo code PHNX for all non-presale items. We're going to save you 10% off. 10% off all non-presale items at foco.com. You will not be sorry that you dabbled in plenty of card stuff to check out ahead of the 2023 season, Bo. And we're also going to have uh, probably some new merchandise before the Ooh. 2023 season from the PH Next Locker. Johnny and I sporting a uh, couple of our faves. Is that the maybe we're just effing better tea? Speaking I mean, about, I, uh, I, we, I, I like to think that this shirt refers to this show now, not the Cardinals, but just yeah. maybe we're effing better as a Cardinal <laughs> podcast because that is true. There's no maybe about it. Yeah. But the on-the-field product, no, there are several teams significantly better than the Arizona Cardinals. Yeah. The uh, Not at the time, though. I mean, that was when they just blown the doors off the, so the Browns without their head coach, and, and J.J. Watt dropped that line, and now J.J. Watt announced he's going to be joining – he's going to be at the desk with the CBS crew. That's going to be a pretty – that's going to push Fox as far as squads go uh, pregame and postgame in, in the NFL. So congrats to JJ Watt, but you talking, get back to the shirts. This is a, uh, this is one of the classics, the bird on the ball. Yeah. Maybe we're just effing better. Check them all out. The PHNX locker. You could actually get these shirts for free. If you sign up to become a diehard, get in the member discord, the chat that's going on right now during live shows that continues even after the shows are done. When the lights are off, Johnny and I are in the Discord talking cards, football, just like we are right now. But you can get some free hats, free shirts, just becoming a diehard. You also get perks. You get uh, you get to maybe free access to events and uh, just discounts with some of our select partners like Dobson Ranch Golf Course or, My or Mount Mike's Pizza and Illegal Pete's. You get a free entree card from Illegal Pete's. All well worth it right there. Uh, for becoming a diehard, go right now to phnxlocker.com. Grab your membership and re receive exclusive content discounts, all events and merch, and access to the Discord chats. Don't want to miss out on that. Um, so we talked about it earlier. Uh, the draft picks for the Cardinals, they're robust in 2024. Momo with the $1.99 Super Chat. Cardinals most draft picks next year. Suns no picks. I think those teams... Momo are in very different places. I love the Suns approach. F them picks for the Suns. Go get a title. Go get superstars. I'd say the same thing about the Cardinals if they were in a win now mode. They are not. They are in a let's compile resources and build for the future, which I absolutely love it. So right now the Cardinals are projected to have as many as 11 picks and counting Bullbrock in the 2024 NFL draft. That includes, are you ready for this? Two ones presumably very high. They get a second, their own three threes. Hello. Hello. The Cardinals are, they're stacking them up, man. Five picks, five picks, excuse me, six picks in the first three rounds. They got Houston's third. They got their own third. And then, you know, who else they got? They got a third from, I believe, was it the Tennessee Titans who came up for Will Levis? So there's three threes. Then they got a second and they got two ones, man. I mean, it's just, I know we're counting our chips, chickens before they hatch right now, but 
This show is going to have a significant presence with college football and draft pros- prospects this fall. Dude, maybe we I mean, should start. Come it's, on. It's, it's, yeah, it's going to be unbelievable. It's Boston Ford. He's going into the club, and he's got he's got stacks of picks, and he's just right. going to make it rain, right? He's going to go to the Senior Bowl in Mobile. He's going to go to the Shrine Bowl. He's going to talk to all the prospects, and people are like, what are you doing? What are you talking to all these top prospects for? And he's just going to go like this. He's just going to drop all the picks that he has in the 2024 draft because that's what he did on draft day too. It, it all it was all accumulated on, on a two-day basis basically for Monty Austin Fort, and he stacked it with 11 picks. They're going to get you know everybody upset about Byron Murphy going to Minnesota and Zach Allen going to Denver. And then once you start to see that those comp picks come the Cardinals' way and they're going to be in, in good shape come next draft season, and we're going to have you prep for it. Can't wait for it. I looked up two mock drafts earlier today just to see some diversity. Um, I did not get diversity. I got the same two picks for the Cardinals in the first round, and you can <laughs> guess where those where those picks are. I'll, let, I'll leave that open to imagination, but it, or it rhymes with Schwan and two. Uh, I guess I didn't rhyme number two, but Did you yeah. just say Caleb two? Williams, yeah, <laughs> Caleb Williams and, and Marvin Harrison Jr. are uh, Cardinals in both of these mock drafts from completely different publications. So that's a lot of fun. Uh, yeah. it, you know, it else is fun is subscribing to this podcast wherever you get your podcast. Uh, make sure grab your your smartphone, your mobile that's device right. right now. Go go to your podcast app, click the follow button, leave us a five star. Really helps us out. We're trying to get as much momentum, as many subscribers, followers, viewers ahead of the 2023 season so then we can take it to you know all the big wigs and say give us your best guests so our fans can interact so we can uh roast people like my co-host did to mike florio earlier this week so we can have fun with the biggest names associated with the nfl and the arizona cardinals but we need your help to get there because you are part of this show uh and we want your voices to continue to be heard so again follow us on twitter phnx underscore cardinals and then subscribe we uh we, we went over a hundred as far as our reviews. Big thank you to everybody Cheers. that's rated and reviewed this on the Apple Podcast. Uh, the the hundredth was from nineteen sixty eight plus plus saying the best. You guys are great. And then the one hundred one uh, was Cardinals Insight with fun and lively. That's from Cole Jert, oh, nice. Johnny and Bo. Keep it real. Big I appreciate you. that. I also appreciate this. Michael Evans in the chat. You guys are awesome. You're awesome, Michael. All of you guys helping make this community what it is. And we've got some fun stuff planned ahead of training camp. Maybe doing some some roundtables with some fellow Cardinal insiders, reporters, Bo Brock. Yeah, looking forward to it. We're going to reach out. We're going to get that set up. And that's something to look forward to between now and camp. Kind of the dog days of the NFL offseason. We'll talk to People that you follow on Twitter, that you look for their content, uh, that create Arizona Cardinals content, you're going to see them on the show. Joan, Johnny and myself talking cards football with all of you fine people. Can't wait for it. Yeah, absolutely. Any names that you guys want to see us talk to, throw them in the chat, tweet them at us, DM us. The DMs are wide open. Like and subscribe. Leave a like on this video. Help share it around the YouTube algorithm. Subscribe. We just crossed 14,000 followers on the YouTube PHNX Sports a lot of fun stuff happening, not just with the Cardinals, Suns right now. What's going on with Kyrie Irving? Coyotes just dominated the NHL draft. Keep it locked into PHNX Sports wherever you get your podcast. For Bull Brock, I'm Johnny Venerable. We're putting a bow on this week on, on a Friday. See you tomorrow.